is the Levels Network. I am Justin Hordor, joined as always by the Triple OG, Winnie Mason. Mace, it's grand final week, baby. Nice. What a weekend. How was your weekend? It was good. It was good. Um, Friday was was eventful. Uh, always catch up with uh, the great Gary Burns, Fantasy, some old school guys from back in the day, Channel 9 Sports, and the great Hass Sailor. Yep. Went to uh, Woodcut in Crown. Yeah. About 12 o'clock start. But it's good. The day, days you change, right? Like usually, How was the finish? It was good. I was yeah. home by 10. Oh, perfect. I was home by 10. That's, you know? a, that's a good uh, day. It was great. It was great. Great day. Good good, good food, good company. Then the Bulldogs had a staff party, right? And it was a bungalow eight. Yep. Literally 250 metres. So we're, like, we, we come in a little bit hot, in a good mood. It was good to see, uh, you know, the Ogre, Bobcat, Ciro, uh, just the whole staff. You know? yep. When the football club and the staff meet together and actually have a good time, that's what it's like. That's what it's about. Building that sort of um, especially after that culture. Yeah, you know, it was a tough year. You know, mm. there's no there's no um, sugarcoating that. Yep. But to have the staff and the football club mixing together, I think that, that that's what builds a strong club. You know, obviously we've got to get the runs on the board on the field, but just to see everyone sort of like having a chat and having a good laugh and enjoying each other's company was uh, it was good. It sort of felt like like the old days when we were there. We were always good friends with the staff members and all that kind of stuff. The That's CEO awesome. was there, the, the GMs and all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was yeah, yeah, Warburg. He's, he's, yeah. he's a good, he's a good dude. So uh, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was good to see. It was really, it was an enjoyable night. You know, when you get home, you're like, that was a good night. Yeah, it was worth it. Sad day. Watched all the footy and all that kind of stuff. I didn't really watch. I watched. We watched little bits of the Friday, Friday of the night. of the game, but I really watched it on, on the Saturday. Yeah, and then um, just. Just watched the, uh, the Saturday night game. Beautiful. Sunday, chilled out. It was good. It was a good weekend. We'll get to previewing mm. and – oh, sorry, reviewing the preliminary finals. Um, but just a little bit, you know, the the rugby union on the weekend. So mm. your, your boy Sonny Bill Williams has come out. He slammed Wallabies coach Eddie Jones off the back of what, yeah, right. uh, you know, Drew Mitchell had his say at the start of the week as well for reportedly holding a job interview with Japan – just before the Rugby World Cup, which will now end in humiliation with looming exit in the pool stage. Australia suffered their worst ever defeat at a World Cup, losing 40-6 to to Wales in Lyon. And Jones, who was booed each time he was shown on the stadium screen, will find it hard to justify why he should see out his Rugby Australia contract that ends in 2027. Mace... Tough times at the moment for Rugby Union yeah. in Australia and Eddie Jones. Yeah. How do you know? Like you've, I've met, I've been a couple of times with Eddie Jones yeah. back in like in the early two thousands. He was trying to like get me over from league. I I, I respect him. He's one of the most respected player uh, coaches in the game. Right? He's got the runs on the board. He's got the runs on the board. But I think you know, once you don't, if we don't get out of the pool, which we probably won't. Yeah. And then Lost you, the then you Lost hear the, the rumors that he's had meetings with a fucking potential other country. Mm. Like that's not good. You know, people find out this shit because people talk and they don't just they can't shut their fucking mouths, right? Mm. Not saying it's the wrong thing to do, but if, if no one knew, no one cares. Yeah. But people find out, right? So then it just gives gives everybody a chance to have a crack at him. And we're not coming out, we're probably not coming out of the out the pool. This is gonna be embarrassing for Australian rugby union, because mm. we rely on the Aussies going well for the for the grassroots of rugby union, they always yes. win. They always say the grassroots is really struggling in Australia. Yeah, like you, you know, gone are the, the days. Yeah, after. gone are the days we want. Who want, we want to be a wallaby? I want to be a wallaby. Mm. 
and I ain't that anymore. Mm. And that sucks mm. because like I love, you, know, you I, grew up, I, wanted, love, to, I wanted to be, you know, wanted like, to be we, all, we all respect, like, you know, yeah. even like if you brought up here, you love the All Blacks, but yes. you love the Wallabies. Yeah. I love the All Blacks. I love the Wallabies. I love the Drew Mitchells and the Giddos and Todai Kefus and all these sort of guys that we grew up watching. And, uh, you know, I, I love it when the, you know, even Wendell, Lottie, Matty Rogers, all those sort of blokes. It was a real good rivalry between us, but it was really respected. Yeah. It is quite sad to think about. Yeah. I don't like that. How far. We're not even in the fucking, away. we're going to fall yeah. out of the top 10. Yeah, and we're not supposed to do that. You know, to get belted by Fiji. I mean, oh man, I know Wales. Fiji's come. I know, but That's, Fiji beat us. Yeah, no disrespect to Fiji. You know, but Wales mm. is a good side. But forty to six. Yeah, forty six. But you know, Sonny Bill and all these other guys, Drew Mitchell, they have every right to comment on this. Yep, and to, they're not they're not happy because it's not the right thing to do. Well, it's part of the uh, it's part of the job, right? You talked about mm. it yourself with you know going through a tough season with the Bulldogs. Yeah. You've you know been an ambassador. You've copped yeah. some sprays on here yeah. before. Serrato's copped it yeah. worse. And now Eddie, he's experienced, but he's going through it as well. Yeah. He, you know, his strength was always he could build himself into a campaign. Yeah. It just hasn't happened this time around. No. So And he thought he probably had the right players. It probably, yeah, a bit late. There's a uh, few senior players that Drew Mitchell was, you know, trying to get questions around. Like mm. what you know, what happened? Tell us what happened. Why didn't you take Quaid? Why didn't you take Michael Hooper? What happened? Like mm. at least if you explain those decisions, we can understand why. I don't think Eddie's talking about you know, I watched the presser after because you know I love the oh, presser. You love it. It's fucking. How was it? Look, he's. I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched any games. Yeah, because so it's just that they're he, not. It, yeah, well, that's sad, right? Because mm, it hasn't. Because usually yeah, I would watch it, man. I watch the All Blacks play. Yeah, it's it's the interest levels right are, mm. are down, and um, look, he, he he's throwing out that you know this is going to take a while, and we're trying to rebuild. We're trying to, you know, go through these tough times for better times. And look, that when you're in it, when you're with a team and a squad. Currently, like a similar what you're at the yeah. Bulldogs, where you're trying to build a culture and, and start again. But isn't it weird when you're talking about the Wallabies? Yeah, you're yeah. not talking about a club team, right? Yeah, that's, you're not that's talking true. about you know the, the the Brumbies or Ramwick or you know what I mean. Like you're yeah. talking about the Wallabies. Yeah. Do we ever rebuild? Are we we might go through little been. things like you know little stages where we're not as dominant, yeah. but we always get to a quarter or a semi final. Mm. We don't think about the culture or anything like because cultures for countries are set. Yeah. Especially countries like ours who have won World Cups. Yeah. Like this is embedded in our culture. Do you think the it dominance of the All Blacks over and for years with the Blood of the Cup has yeah. just slowly chipped away at the belief here in the country? A little bit, me? but you're going against the greatest um, team of all time. But still like – It would. It would. I, it, it fucking would. a Blood is like every now and again. Like I know it's harder because they've – 2001 since last one? I think it might be 03, 04. Like, mm. yeah, it's been yeah. a while. Big Dell. Imagine the Blues never winning yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like that Lukey just said there and shout out to Lukey behind the screen. The way – people get this all the time. The way this studio is constructed, we physically and technically can't have Lukey's mic attached to what you, you guys are hearing at home. So for everyone that always writes in the comments – Oh, they can't hear it. Yeah, so people in the comments always <laughs> hit me up like, what does you know, Lukey say? I try my best to relay the message but – this, the way everything is set up in here, we can't get Lukey on the mic. So apologies for everyone in there. Lukey um, was after his ninth place ribbon that he got this morning after our 5K run. Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> we need Lukey to just put in a little noise there, uh, yeah. getting into himself. So OG, 5K, the best with us yeah. this morning. Um, the, the Levels Network, uh, the new Levels group on Strava. Yeah. Um, our first run is this weekend. So Big OG come down with a group of us this morning. Um, the likes of Louis Brown, Nick oh, Youngquest, Big Biffa, good Luke gang. Burgess. It's a good gang. 
Um, Louis Brown's impressive, man. Yeah. I like that guy. He's in good nick, eh? Yeah. He's doing great things with Earls too. Um, yeah. Speaking of Earls, yeah. we've got our own merch, levelsnetwork.com.au. So when's it dropping? Next week, it's level. So what you what we want you to do is go and register your email. The kit has arrived. Now we're just trying to figure out all the things just behind uh, the deliveries, all those little things that go into getting the merch out to you as quickly as possible. We really want it, that process to be as quick as possible. But at the end of the day, you know, this is our first, you know, at the end of the day, it's here. So collection. just get on the email and we'll get it out to you. That's it. This is our first collection and we want to do it right, mate. Yeah, man. Of we want people to be satisfied. So we've got the best material. We've got a hoodie. We've got a hat. We love it. And we're going to get to it as quickly as possible. So, to get it as quickly as possible, make sure you jump in levelsnetwork.com.au and Lukey will tell you all about it and how you get it as quickly as possible yep. and first access. All right. Um, if you While you're there on Levels Network, after you finish doing that, you can get all the updates. Go on and subscribe and hit the subscribe button right now for YouTube. We've got 18.3K. Uh, we were just going to fall yeah, short nice. of 20K for the grand final, but still super uh, humbled. Um, a lot of gratitude around uh, people that have been going with us all year. 18.3, that's a, yeah, that's a great achievement for this year, Mace. And, and we'll get there because we're going to do some Q&A mailbags mm. after the grand final as well. 22K on Insta, chasing that 25. And while you're at it, uh, if you're on Apple and Spotify, make sure you subscribe there as well. You know, with the Strava account, sorry, with the Strava th- uh, group that we got. So just say that this morning we did that 5K. Yep. You can reach out to everyone and say, look, we're going to do it 6 o'clock on a Tuesday – be there or, you know. We're going to keep the community to a weekend. Okay. So the, the weekends. I just want to know how we're going to work it out. Yeah, yeah, just because there are more people that can attend on the weekends because a lot of people sometimes work commitments. Yeah. They're unable to get there and if they do, they want to have to leave straight away. So what we, I think me and Lukey were talking about the wiggle room. I like 6 a.m. starts. Lukey thinks 8. I think we meet halfway, six. 7. 6 is good. We can do 7 a.m., and we can get a run in the park because you don't have to quickly race off and get to work. Get it over with on a Saturday as well. Six yeah. o'clock start. We're done by like six thirty. Yeah, but some people don't wake up as early as that, mate. So we're going well, to find that nice little um, middle middle ground. Wake up then. Yeah, well, so let's <laughs> let's settle at seven and see what our numbers are like. And then if we can build the communities once the um, the daylight savings changes as well. Yeah, so what okay. we'll do with um, with that, we just want to we want to build that community. We'll we'll be down there running on Sunday on Grand Final Day at seven a.m. So make sure you go jump on yeah. Strava, and then the updates will so be. That's a good there. vibe. I haven't done the five k in ages. Yeah. You know, just even running with a group of like men, and it was about I think eight of us, and it was just yeah, it was good. I had a good good time. Yeah, oh, that's awesome, mate. So hopefully mm. people that come down and might be running. It's five k. I just thought I haven't run like I don't, half an hour. You know, I don't like long distance. You know that coffee after. Yeah. It's all about the community, I think. Yep, 100%. All right, let's get to our community, our YouTube community, Mace. Got this one from The Postman. 23, just started to train again. So absolutely love the idea of a community run. See you there, lads. Up the levs. Postman, hopefully you can join us on Sunday. Looking forward to meeting you, brother. Uh, as for Justin Bashel, absolutely love the potty boys. Thank you both for your efforts. And Lukey pulling the strings from his glass cage of emotion. <laughs> Question for the future. Once the NRL season is over, what's the plans in terms of covering content sports-wise? Will you be doing NFL, NBA, cricket, etc.? Cheers, guys. So, yes, we'll be doing one episode a week just like we're doing now. Um, there will also be international footy that will be happening, yeah. so we'll be able to cover Super that. Um, you know, what the boys are up to in the off-season. And just like this, we really want to build on the YouTube question. So 
Um, we're not experts at NFL, NBA, cricket, rugby, and all these other sports, but we've got an opinion on it. Mm -hmm. uh, I enjoy watching all sports. Love it. So if you've got some questions regarding any of those other sports, mailbox it like this, and I'll try to answer it the best I can. This one's from Jackson Thurl, I believe. One, two, six, nine. Loving the content, boys. Question for both of you. What team this season would you most like to play in in your favourite position? Mm. Non-biased team moral. So obviously Bulldogs and Manly are ruled out for us. Structure, training, and what do you think would be the hardest part to adapt to in today's training and game styles as your fitness stands currently? So it's different, right? Like different yeah. fitnesses from when we are playing the six again rules come in. Hope this makes the next next episode. Keep it up. So if you're looking at a team, mm. Mace, what team would you like to to be a part of? I like, right now. Today, I like how the Broncos play. Yeah. Very free. They can uh, What position would you like to play? Back row or front row? Oh, it'd be like it'd be like 13, 8 or 10. Yeah, like Payne Haas, Flegler, or Carrigan. Okay. Like because the edge back row, you just got you gotta sit on that edge. I didn't really like playing like that. I could do that, but I want to be in the middle. But what if you you change the mindset? If you were in that team, it'd be a different yeah. they wouldn't be like I don't think they would I don't think they would want me to be on an edge. Yeah, okay. The way that Wait I that a way that I used to play. I understand. Right? That. I could yep. be I want to attack both edge back. Both sides of the ruck, yep. a little bit of a tip on, all that kind of stuff. Like play with like a Payne Harsing and Carrigan, Flegler, yep. all that sort of stuff. Because they move the ball a fair bit, and they just go bang, bang through the middle of the ruck. Yep. The wide ball banging straight at the four-man. They all play together. They play really well together. Walsh around the back. The, the, he brings a whole another dimension out the back, as your man does as well. Then you get those one-on-ones. Mm. You get those one-on-ones, that's all you want. One-on-one -on -one for me is a win. Yep. You know what I mean? You can That's get offloads. You got offloads. You got you got Walsh pushing through the ruck. Ezra Man pushing through the ruck. They really support everybody, especially their big boys, because they make a lot of inroads. Mm. You know, so I'd like to I'd like to play with the way that the Broncos play. Yeah. The, and the nine, you don't overplay his hand. Yeah, Billy Walters is going to give Just you early give me ball. Early ball going out. And we'll speak about Billy Walters. Yeah, you know, take the markers a little bit. Depends on how quick the ruck is. You know, I think the fitness levels would come with just evolving as a player, right? You just evolve. I think we'll. I was always pretty fit around the middle yep. and it just wouldn't wouldn't worry me the pace of the game. Yeah, I, don't think what, so. I think what happens with a lot of the players now when the, just say you've been in the game for four or five years and then that fucking six again rule come in mm. and you're not used to that. It took us a few of the big boys yeah, to adjust. Yeah, it like does. The it, of the but world but guess what? They adjust. They did. They do adjust and yep. they evolve with the game because it's a mental thing. Yep. That's with that's what happens when you've got leaders around you. Come on, one more set. Don't just – don't break. Don't break. And that's why Penrith and the Broncos are in the grand final because they don't break. They yep. don't let a set of six get to them where other teams who are in the loss, the lesser part of the table – they usually score when they get a six to go. That usually that about that next set it breaks them. It's a try. Yeah, because you've got to be very, very mentally strong. So I don't think that would phase me in in that part of the world, like yep. in the middle, because I was always pretty fit in the middle and just would love those sort of challenges. Yeah, I'm with you, mate. I I think I'd be able to handle, it, especially with. Um, you know, I was never like a powerful uh, back row. I was more, you know, played 80 minutes a lot mm. of my time in the NRL and in the Super League. So yeah. I would have adjusted and in a way it might have suited me a little bit more I too. I think so. With the conditioning because you see a lot of players, you know, like Jordan, Ricky and Capewell that are doing great yeah. jobs. Um, but my example, mate, I'd love to play for the Melbourne Storm. Uh, yeah. Melbourne Storm was always the team that I wanted to play for. Got a you know pretty good and close relationship with Munster at the moment. So playing there, on man. that left edge with, where, where Liero's been playing, outside of Money Munster, just seeing you know how right. he does that it. seems right. you got Juzzy Olam outside me. It reminds me a lot of Stevie Maddow when he'd come in wedging in and, uh, and taking names. So um, Melbourne so Storm. Taking souls. <laughs> taking souls. Yeah, Melbourne Storm outside Money Munster would be uh, my yeah, ideal. Yeah, they'd be good fit. 
um, spot right now in a, in a team. If I couldn't pick Manly, I'd, I loved my time at Manly and I, I loved the constru- the way that man- – the potential that Manly got, but um, we couldn't pick Manly, couldn't put, pick Bulldogs. That fits all right. I think Melbourne fits good with you. Yeah. Because oh. Mun- your relationship with Munster and the way they are, they're and very the structured system, the and the system and everything like that. They I work wish. hard, you fit, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you just run those really good lines on the edge. Yeah. That, keep that keep it nice good. and simple? Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, next one is from Tarakim13. Question, as players, when an unfair call or a blatantly wrong call goes against you or your team, does it affect you? And if it does, how hard is it to recover from it? In the Wise versus Bronx mm. game, uh, seemed like they held on to that forward pass and went downhill from there. Well, you can understand that. That, that broke him. That did break him um, because it was blatantly forward. Blatantly forward. It was about three metres forward. Uh, and they were fighting to get back. They got back. They were one try mm. away and it was game on. And they were, that, what, I think it was like they had that lead for about, what, 25, 30 minutes, I think the Broncos did maybe. Yeah. And until the last 20, then they ran away of it. Oh, and it just yes. broke the Warriors' fucking spirit. They went on a run after Yeah, they, they, they went on a run. They couldn't stop the bleeding, but they were fighting. They were fighting and they, they were doing really well. And then just one of those little things and it just went, the floodgates open. Mm. And I just always think about like, this game's a business, right? It is a business. I'm like, would it be good for the Warriors to get in the grand final or good for the game for the Broncos to get in the grand final? Because fucking calls like that make me question how like, you know, like, yeah. let's make sure the 50-50s go the Broncos' way. Mm. You don't want, we've got a lot of wise fans that watch. You don't want to give them too much fuel. I don't yeah, think I so. Yeah, ju- I just reckon I think- I, it was that forward. Where the fuck's a touch judge? Why isn't he right there? Why is he five, six metres behind? Yeah, he he should be dropped drop for that. Yeah, I think he will be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I saw the ref. He was fucking there. Sutton was you there. Can, you can, he was in line. He mm. saw that shit. And I'm like, that is so blatantly forward. I get it if it's going out the back and it travels forward, but no one had fucking thrown like Tom Brady's throwing it. Who's more at fault? Sutton or the – I reckon the touch – Touch his job, there. man. Yeah. Touchy should be yeah. right there, right in line. Like if he's not fucking – if he's not right with Walsh, he's in front of him. Yeah. Or he's about a metre behind where he can see it. I was just looking at that, going, "Wow, that just—I I knew, I knew that was game over from there." I was just like, "They can't, they won't be able to stick them because they use so much petrol to get back into that game, and it is hard. It's mentally hard to get back into that because yeah. then it's three tries and you got twenty-two minutes to get it back, and you're playing against the Broncos who go, they're up three tries. We're not letting this go. Foot on throat mentality. Get it done." When I was at Parramatta and we obviously went through those tough times, I remember every call that went against us, it had an effect on yeah. mentally. And I remember the first game that I played in for Manly that meant something it was 2013, first game we played the Broncos. And uh, we were falling behind or, or we weren't quite leading or um, – no, sorry, we might have even been in the lead, but this, the, the, the mentality had changed. I was like, no matter what's going to happen in this game, we're going to win. Yeah. And it's like Manly built that, but you're right. You've got to build seven, that, eight. and it takes a, a long time to, yeah. to flip the mentality. So by the time you were there, they were already built. Nothing would fuck with um, with Manly. No, two and tries, three tries will come back. And I think Webby has built that for sure. His accountability at mm. every single presser throughout the year, even after the game, again, he's the perfect example of what not only the Warriors staff, players, and even fans need to realise when you when you continually lead to, you know, what can go wrong to us, what what has gone wrong and, and why it did go wrong and change your mentality like we're going to beat it, 
that's how you change a culture and a Damn. mindset. And you can change that over time. And I think Webby's doing that. And yeah. eventually you'll get to it. It was an awful call. Yeah, it was, it, man. It's one of the worst four parts I've ever seen. It 100% didn't help, but we're about to get to the review. For me, it didn't matter. Broncos no, were a lot I just think it was, it, was, it was a big, big miss from the refs, man. Yep. You just like, just at least be in the picture, linesman. Yep. All right, this one's from Michael Morgan. Shout out. Oh, Michael hey, Morgan. Uh, that's a. Uh, yeah, current. <laughs> Past Cowboys player. Thanks, Morgs. Yeah, it's Walgan, so he must be, yeah, up, he's upside down now. <laughs> I love listening to you, to the two of you. Your knowledge of the game is amazing. I'd like to ask you a question if you could answer. We'd really appreciate it. I'm from the UK and a massive Wigan Warriors supporter. They just got the league shield too. Congratulations, mm. Wigan Warriors. Before coming to the Super League and performing outstanding, Joy Field and Bevan French struggled to do the same in the NRL. What is the biggest difference between the two competitions? Obviously, your thoughts would be appreciated because both of you have experienced both comps. Bevan Thank you French. and love the podcast. Bevan French was like, he's got talent, right? Yep. He always had talent, but it's just like week in, week out battles. That's mm. what it is. And he wasn't the biggest body over here. He was light. He got put at fullback. You got 12 blokes running down there. You get, under, you get, you get leverage on him, underhooks, drag him back. He was in a system that wasn't, you know, it, it didn't really favour the way that he played. Yeah, right. They were a very light team across yeah. the board. They were, yeah, and they were expecting him to do – he would do some real fancy shit, but he needed to be in a really strong system. Mm. You know, and I think he's developed his game over there in yep. the last three or four years. He's been one of I the agree. best players. I think yep. it's a chance for him to come back. If I, I was agree. an NRL team, he deserves a chance again to come back. Yep. Simply because of the work that he's put into his game. I'm not sure if he plays fullback, if he plays wing. If he plays wing. Yeah, him and Jai Field are interchangeable. They swap with each other. Yeah, I just think that he's, he's – maybe – I don't know. I'm not sure if he wants to come back. Mm. Yeah, he'd be on good because point. Because he, he dominates over there. And he's loved it. And he might have been going, fuck, I don't want to come back to the NRL because it's the week in, week out battle. So over there you've got, what, I think, 12, 14 teams maybe? Uh, 12? Yeah, 12, just say you play six yep. good teams. Yep. You know, you could have a, you know, you could have a not that's a game off, but you're not on 100% focused every single game. You don't have to be. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like you get to play Challenge Cup, carve the shit out of some reserve grade team. Yeah, Batley you know, Bulldogs. Like you shout might, out to yeah, the Batley Bulldogs. Shout out to Batley. Sorry about it. 2016. <laughs> <laughs> it's a carve up job. Um, one of the worst grounds of all time. Oh, Batley. That was, that Come was, on. I don't know. Do they do it just for their advantage? That was you play against a fucking half. good team. Yeah, that was a cut oh, of I don't know. If anyone, shout out to Batley Bulldogs. Yeah. Loved it. But holy fuck. Yeah. The, the incline of the field. So I'll oh, tell you a quick little wow. story tell, before tell we move them. on. So we're, uh, we're playing against Batley Bulldogs and you play against there in the currently at the time they were in the grade below. Mace hit a hole from about 40 metres out. And as he's stepping the fullback, he steps him off the left foot and he goes, oh, taking it back to 04, <laughs> screaming it out as he's running underneath yeah. the post with about, no shit, a thousand fans <laughs> at, at the field. And me and Glenn Stewart, because I was playing right centre that game. Gifty and Gifty's was, serious too yeah. all the time. Gifty, it's very hard to throw Gifty off. Like He's always super focused. He looked at me and he just like smiled. He laughed. It was, on our edge, it was Gifty, me, uh, Toddy Carney. Yeah. And, and we looked over and you're on the left edge and busted him straight through. And you, as you were stepping, it was fucking hilarious. I lost my shit. Me and Toddy started and Gifty laughing. Gifty fucking pissed himself. And even, Gifty, a, and even yes, Gifty, Gifty had a smirk. Yeah, it was good times. Um, yeah, so that's the big, biggest difference. I also think yeah, those you, boys yeah, think? left um, before the six again rule too. Yes. I think that, that'll favour him. I think you see smaller bodies now that are performing Campbell, well. Campbell, right? It, yep. looks, it reminds me of, of a Jayden young – Jaden Campbell. Yeah. And his um, fitness levels. Bullers, yeah. So he, sorts of his players. fitness levels and his pace around the ruck – that fucking comes in at the back end of half. So I think Bevan French would be great to get back here. Yep. If I was an NRL team, I'd be going, fuck, he's, he's always had the talent, right? But the, the six again rule has changed the game. Yep. 
All right, let's get to our body science dogs of the week, mate. Yeah, but before yeah, we get yeah. in there, we've got the ready-to-drink vanilla and chocolate shakes, whether you need a quick hit of protein or help refuel after a quick little 5K that we run this mm. morning, mate. So we pumped a couple of these in the car, didn't we? Uh, currently available in Coles online at bodyscience.com.au and in independent supplement retailers. And you know what? The good, the good friends, the body science have sent me a lot of these yeah. at home. I've got a heap of them at home. So I'm going to bring a couple down to, to the, for the runners on, yes. on Sunday as Send well. Send it. Quick refuel straight after the uh, the session. Uh, there you go. That's that's on the house from Body Science. Uh, who was your Body Science dog of the weekend, Mace? Yes, there's a, there was a few out there, but I've gone with the, the the guy from Penrith, and I think he from Origin. We had a, we had we had to talk about this over the weekend. From Origin, that after that first Origin, you know, he was ball playing a lot, all that kind of stuff. He took criticism on the chin. And this mm. is what I love about it. Didn't say shit. Mm. Just showed by his actions. Yep. All right, I can I can fucking do that. I don't have to ball play. I can just tuck it under. I can get through the A, A and B defender. I can ball play. I can do it all. He proved that on the weekend. He was how, outstanding. How hard is that to do, Mace? When you've done something at club level for so long that's been mm. successful and you, you just got to tweak something in your game that you know that works at club level but – if you th- feel like you can have a little slight improvement, and I feel like yo, he's even gone up another level. Yeah, because he's. A, I think he doesn't realize how big he is as well. He's probably about a buck, probably 106 kilos, mm. six foot four. Yeah, good leg speed. You can run the ball, and he's rangy, and he gets really good support. So he's like, you know what? I can dummy and dig back in. It feels right? like every run was a half break. Yes, it was, and because he's because sometimes when he was trying to ball play all the time to mm. out to back, out the back people would come up and slide off a little, mm. and that, you know he wasn't creating that. Now he's like, I'll oh, dummy, I'll get you, yep. and then like it's nearly a half break, and it's a quick play the ball. Yep. So and I think Nathan that roll, and the then they it. roll off that. So yep. he doesn't have to be that key ball player all the time because he used to set up Fisher Harrison yeah. to do that for him, so he could then because he's playing, that, he's getting on play two, and then he's getting on to play four as well. Yeah, so he's getting on everything, and he's playing eight. Minutes so, mate, he's t- 26 touches for 210 meters. Doesn't take kickoffs, doesn't do it. This is straight off the nine. That's good, point. and that is impressive. When you take kickoffs, you get to about 220 if you played a good big minutes. Easy, you're meters. giving you're 20, getting about 60 to 80. You're getting about yep. 80 meters off the kickoffs. Yep. 66 post meters contact, six tackle breaks, 34 tackles, one miss in 80 minutes in a prelim. Yeah, it's fucking dog of the week. Yeah, well done, Yoey. Oh, I love it. I'm gonna go with Walshy. Great game again. Mm. Three try assists, 17 runs for 146, four tackle breaks, one line break, six line break assists, two offloads. Class. And you know what? This is funny. This is going to sound funny and counterproductive. My, you know what my favorite, one of my favorite parts of his game was? The intercept to Dylan Whites and Lesniak. Now hear me out. Mm, yeah, this yeah, is why he's a going. fucking dog. So he throws that intercept. He's the best in the game right now with a dog mentality. Mm. So his fucking dog mentality – He's, he's so wide, he's wired so different. So when people make mistakes like that, big mistakes, Dallin scores the first try. Billy Walters scores the second try. Then Dallin takes that to the house. People can fucking go into their shells. But not only did he go not go into his shell, he goes, fuck you, Dell. I want to come straight back yeah. at you. So those two good, got a really good relationship. They were close during their Warriors time. Yeah, okay. In the coverage, Fatty said, oh, shout out to Webster. He must have been doing some um, really good work on Reese Walsh. No, no, no. Dell's got a, a really good relationship mm. with Reese Walsh, so he knew that. Like he was feeling that play, and if you've watched enough, you can yeah. pick that up yourself. So Dellen gets him. Walsh, he goes fuck that and comes straight back at Dell. The very next good ball set, look long, play short. Herbie okay, Farnworth well, try. Okay, Herbie, Herbie. Farnworth try. That's a fucking great ball. But that was a great line too. 
But he it, went straight back. And it's then, the mentality. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's the dog mentality. Like, you know what? He was fucking pissed off that he threw the intercept. You see him in the background. He, he was wanted, more like, Fuck. He wanted to humiliate Dell. He mm. wanted to go back and go, you just fucked me over. I'm going to come back and fuck you over respectfully. Yeah, I so that. I love the player. He's, it was got, a that, he's got everything in him, and he? Oh, it was awesome. So competitive. I love so it. fast. Just little little battles like that. I really love enjoying seeing those speed, battles. Reese Walsh. Kills me, no. And I'm glad we changed the um, – We had to. We had to. Too many glamours that are dogs. He's, he's – <laughs> no Tony Romo. He's, he's got it. <laughs> he's, <laughs> mate, he's got everything. He's, a fa- he's going to be the face of the game for the next five years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 10. All right, next one. Freddie in the Blues, Mason. We've got a mm. bit of a, a YouTube right. question that'll roll into this because there's some news over right. the weekend. So, Geomet, great potty boys, great to get to work. Great potty boys, great to work out into the gym. Gents, with Fitler going into talks with the board regarding Origin 2024 and so much talk around his support stuff, do you think Brandy was quietly asked to leave or that he left on his own accord? Keep up the great show. P.S. Had no idea that Willie's first name is actually Viliami. <laughs> it's actually not. That's a translation in Tonga. Yeah. Uh, so is Widamu in the Maldi. We mm. just say it uh, as a bit of a giggle, but you were named yeah. Willie Mason. Yeah. You weren't named. William. William Marshall. You weren't named Viliami. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to Tonga, it's Viliami. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, right. on, but on Wikipedia, someone changed it to Viliami. So it's <laughs> yeah. fucking stuck there. I reckon it was Willie Tonga. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and this Willy is Tonga. off the back of this news, Mace. Rugby League Supremo Phil Gould has declared he is ready to answer Brad Fittler's call if required. Fittler is currently off contract but will reportedly earn an extra year with Gould potentially in plans after a coaching shake-up. So mm. Blues legends uh, Mary McGregor, Danny Badiris and Andrew Johns apparently all on the chopping block. I don't know if that's 100% fully committed but I know Greg, Allen's, uh, Greg Alexander Brandy, has said that this is his last year. Um, when it comes to Brad Fittler, he has never asked me for much. Anything I've ever asked him to do, he has always said yes. This is Phil Gould, and the same applies to me. Anything he asks, I will always say yes. We will worry about origin if he does indeed ask. Is Gus the right man to be with yeah, Freddie moving so. forward? He's, he, he is the advisor. He's always been Freddie's advisor in, in anything. Even when I was at the Roosters, he was always overseeing stuff. Even through the 90s, he was his coach, he's his mentor. Freddie lived with him. They've got a beautiful relationship. Yep. So it only makes sense, right? Um, Brandy, I'm not saying Brandy, Bedsy, Fitzy. I mean, no, Fitzy's back at their back at um, club. Mary McGregor. It was Mary, Bedsy, and Joey that yeah, were. Yeah, I think Joey's always going to have. You know, people people think that Joey's in camp 24-7. Yep. He comes in and out. Couple he goes down times. to camp and he goes back home. Yeah. But guys like Mary and Brandy are in there every single day. Yeah. Right. Um, you know the room the the rumors that I heard from some players, it was just like there was a disconnect between players and coaches, right? Mm. So that needs Bit to come of pressure? back. Yeah, and yep. that's what happens with pressure. Yep. But Freddie needs to build that back, that connection back, and he's the man to do it. You know, like I think he probably would have had some hard truths with himself and just went, all right, what's what's the problem here? Mm. Is there a disconnect between players and staff and all that kind of stuff? Because you can't have that. Because those guys up north, they don't have that. Look no, at the connection they, they got with, their play, with the yep. players and staff there. They're very connected. I would say their connection is – the, re- the, the reason they get the results because they've got mm. so much – because on paper, New South Wales got a better, better team. Yeah. Even though I haven't agreed with selections in the past, I still think even with those selections, mm. on paper, New, New, uh, New South Wales have had a better team. Mm. I think in the last six, we should have won four at least, yep. four or five. I, I, think, I think we could have done that easily and it would be, we'd be having a totally different discussion. We'll be talking about nearly a dynasty here. Um, but, you know, Freddie, he's, he's the man for the job. He, he started off – have a look at how he was his first series mm. – that's what happens is pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Pressure of losing. It's like, but he's got to handle that. Better. He's got to handle it. He does. He, you know, and he will handle. I think this year, you know, he probably went into the ball and goes, "All right, just give me one more year." Yep. 
tinker with a few little things. I'm not sure. Brandy just like goes, I want to do one more year and I'm out. Brandy, Brandy said it just it's like it's been a good – It's fucking stressful. Stressful, yeah. And I can understand that too. Six years is a long time Brandy too. Brandy works at SEM where we work. Brandy's and, a great guy. He's got to answer it every single morning on radio But he from too. like fucking yeah. everyone going because he's got the – like I think he's his uh, name's like advisor, yeah. right? Man, he's just in camp to help Freddie. Yeah. Freddie picks his people. Yeah, you know it's not like the board's coming in and going. Okay, I want uh, I want you, Danny Badiris, and this and that. Freddie trust these guys in yep. there just for a little bit of advice, yeah. like Gus will give to it's uh, hard Freddie to now. coach Origin players, right? You you have to just get them up for that eighty minute effort. Pick the right team, create the culture for the players like they have before. Yep. So when Freddie first started, that's what they need to get back to. We still got similar play similar players. Yeah, I'm yeah. Yep, sorry. sorry about that, guys. So we just finished off talking about Freddie and the Blues. Yep. We had a quick little call. PVL. Yeah. He's calling up the OG, so we had to get to it. PVL is going to be very busy tomorrow, Mace. He's got the Daily M Awards. So um, I did my team on the Ooh, weekend yeah. for SEN. I'm going to call you out the nominations. I've got the nominations for every position mm. that's available, Mace, and I want to see what your team is. Yeah. I've already done my team. Yeah. Lukey will compare the two teams. All right, so kicking it off with fullback, mate. Three nominations. James Tedesco, Dylan Edwards, Caelan Ponga. Wow. I know who's had the best year. Yep. I think it's KP. So let's let's okay. frame it this way. So not who will win that position. In your mind, who is your best fullback of the year, this year? So not like yeah, if you look at the points, you probably assume it's probably between Dill Edwards and Kalen. Yeah. I just think Kalen gets more points because every time he won that back, that run, <laughs> that 10 games, I reckon he would accumulate it. 21 of more because of the double yeah, points. So six points now. So I'm going to go with Kalen, and I think he deserves it. Yep. Because he was the most valuable player at that position in the game. I agree. And yep. Dylan Edwards, there's no questioning what he does for that team. He's fit. He does everything like that. But that system out there is fucking Actually, unbreakable. Ch- change it to who you think is going to win it. Kalen Ponga. Kalen Ponga. Done. All right. For the wingers, Dylan Watson-Eslesniak, Jermaine Asako, Brian To'o, Dominic Young, Selwyn Cobbo, and Ronaldo Molotalo. Do we pick two? Two. Yep. Okay. They do a full team. Brian Toto, I think he's the best winger in the world. Regardless of what team he's in, he plays every single level. I'm not sure if they take into account what he does for, for New South Wales. I think they do, yeah. I think they do. They so do he, was, he was our best. He yep. was our best. Um, so Brian Toto's one, and I'm going to go with Jermaine Asako. I love it. I love that you picked Brian Toto because I didn't pick him and he's just like the forgot – because he – does it week in, week out. You Because he's, he's um, desensitised everyone yes. to how great he is. The 200-metre yes. games aren't – what, do you have to do 300 metres? Yeah. You know what I mean? Do I, have to, do I have to make all these tackle breaks? Do I have to be like just phenomenal for 80 minutes? Like he's he, he don't stop. He's he, the best winger in the world. He probably legit, I'm not even joking, has to score two tries and run 250 to even get points. Yep. And that's why I went Dylan Asako myself, but I love yep. that you picked Brian That's why I just, I just think – I think from picking a team, he's on the wing. Yep. And I just think with Jermaine Asako, bro, he's had he's I, had an outstanding career, I career thought, best year. Me, Noddy, and Jimmy Smith did it. I thought Asako was going to be my like out there pick, but we all picked Asako. We mm. had different wingers uh, yeah. just like you do with Brian I think Tyler. because I think that Mulatalo's he, he declined. Selwyn Cobbo he had that little bit during Origin. He got injured. Selesniak's been pretty consistent. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Dallin gets it. Yep. Over, I went uh, Dallin and Asako. Yeah. All right, moving on to centres. We've got Stephen Crichton, Bradman Best, Tony Staggs, Campbell Graham, Herbie Farnworth, and Isaiah, Isaac Tungle. All right. Um, the best centre in the game at the moment is Stephen Crichton. Agreed. is the best. Lock. Critter, he's done. Yep. He's done. Just My figure out the second other one. one is Bradman Best. 
I love it. Bradman best, left side center, critter, right side. Yep. I think they're the best two centers so in the game. you're even thinking about your matchups. I'm looking, like, I'm yeah, looking at it. I'm like looking it. at it. I'll just, I just think Bradman best just showed who he is and what they what they saw when he's been on contract over there since he was. He's been a prodigy for years, right? Mm. So he finally showed all that promise and all that potential. And I just think he's um, he's had a great year. So well, I'm going to go with those two. Well, if you liked Kalen's uh, run, then you're equally yeah. going to love Bradman Best's run that yep. coincided with yep. that form as well. I went St- uh, Stephen Crichton. I had Herbie Farnworth on the left okay. for myself. All right, moving on to 5'8". Ezra Mam, Cameron Munster and Cody Walker. Ezra Mam. He's My your man. man. My <laughs> man. Ezra Mam. He's got to get it. I yep. think he's been the form 5'8". Cody Walker's been up and down. Great and, start to the season, and, Cody. And, and Munster's probably – he hasn't had his career best. Yep, he's still in there. He's still in there. He's still, talk, he's still top three, top three, five, eight in the world. If you're picking a six today, who are you picking? I'm picking Ezra Mem. Oh, I mean, in a, in a test yeah, side? A, yeah. Cam Munster yes. all day. Yeah. But a Dally M year? Yep. He's had a Dally M year, Ezra Mem. I agree. Yep, I, I picked Cody, Ezra Mem Cody well. Walker's – he's been – you know, like I'd probably pick him. He's going to be in a – hopefully he gets in that um, – the Pacific test uh, – the squad. I think he deserves that. Who, Ezra Mem? Cody. I think Cody does. Just no, there's only a 20-man squad now. So fucking yeah, what? They've only got a 20-man squad. What, for how many games? For three games. Potentially three games if they oh, make it. I mean, like... We'll talk about that next week. Yeah, Because I've really on, got man. some levels to it. And I we caught up, 25. We caught up with Chez, and obviously Chez is on... Like, he's looked, so Nath will be half, and then Chez, when we're talking to Chez, he's like, it's between me and Hunty probably for that for that bench spot. So we'll talk about that next week. All right, all right. Looking forward to it. All right, let's go to Chez himself. Halfback of the year, Nathan Cleary, Daly Chair Evans, Sean Johnson. <laughs> I've got to give it to SJ. Yeah. Because DCE is right there. Yeah. He's right there. Nathan Cleary, just that six games of being injured. I agree. Has, has, has ruined his chances, but that's how good he is. He plays, what, 18 games. He's still in the – he's still top three halfback. I can't go past Sean Johnson because I think he's probably nearly going to win the whole thing. But DCE, he's had, he's had a – he's there. Yep. He could possibly fuck around and win the Daly M. Yeah, he'd be top five. Yep. I reckon Daly's top, top five. Top five finish is great. Whenever they won – He's the dude. He's the reason. Um, moving on to hookers, we've got Wade Egan, Abi Coruscant, Harry Grant. Wade Egan. Ooh, he's had a career best. Yes. He's had a career best year. I like the it. The Warriors have had like a, an outstanding season, and he's been the catalyst for it. Yeah. He, he his movements around the ruck. He's fucking borderline on, on being an Origin player. I love if he it. keeps going like up, if he keeps going up, he's going to be he's going to be pushing for that nine spot. Appy was, Appy's been in the in the Tigers, right? Yeah. And but they, what, they won, the yeah, every yeah time. all the time. But yeah. they won four games. Yes. So regardless, he would have got just say if he, the games that they won, he would have got those tops points. Still not enough for Wade Egan. Maximum he's Wade Egan like won. They won fifteen games. Yeah. Right. And they finished in the top four. Wade Egan is a like Wade Egan, Sean Johnson, Fanul Blake. That's what they, the points got shared. I reckon. Yeah. I went Harry Grant because I just think because we're talking about Munster and Jerome Hughes's form weren't the most consistent this year. And I think when Melbourne won games, Harry fell because off. of Harry. Harry fell off. I think he did enough leading into that fall off at the back end he of the season. He would have grabbed a shitload. Yeah. But he I, think, was, I think Wade just he, – He was heavily in contention when um, voting went behind. To win. To win. Yeah. To win. Okay. Yeah. I understand that. But, but yeah, right I like at the moment now, I, don't, I, don't, I like Egan. I like that you went Egan. Um, props. This is a really tough one. Ooh, yeah. Lindsay Collins, Payne Haas, James Fisher-Harris, Nelson Asafa-Solomona, Jakey Travojevic, and Adam Fanor blake All right. Number one, Payne Haas. Yep. He's yeah. nearly, he's nearly, he'll nearly win the whole Dally M. Just his consistency. I think he missed a couple of games towards the back end of the year. Probably cost him some points. Second one. He missed six points, one game, yeah. one suspension. Yeah. So Yeah, the suspension, right? Yeah. Um, all the rest, I'm going to go with Fanul Blake. 
Yeah. He's had a career best year. I think he's a top three prop in the game. Um, you know, Fisher-Harris, he was consistently good all year. Jakey does all that kind of stuff. Lindsay Collins, as a club player, he doesn't play like he does in, in Origin, right? Well, his last eight weeks he's he did. Uh, yeah, he did, but he was too, like he got off to a start where it wasn't, he wasn't getting any points. I, yeah, I agree. He was I not think it become points. his team at the back end of the season. Um, like he, he became the leader of that pack, yeah. especially when Jared was starting to decline and – you know, obviously made a few errors himself at the back so, end. And, yeah. and even um, Victor Radley was supposed to be that yeah. guy, but I think Lindsay has taken over as the leader yeah, of that yeah. pack. And he needs to for them to go forward. But Payne Haas, what he does week in, week out, and what Fanuel Blake does, they played most games in big minutes. Big, I agree. Big minutes. I agree. Payne Quality Haas and Adam Fanuel Blake. Yeah. Moving on to back roles, Liam Martin, Britton Nicotta, Tyson Frizzell, Hamali Alakwatu, David Fafita, and Huddy Young. All right. My but, best. Oh, damn. It's a good one, eh? Yeah, that's, there's some great back roles here. Jeez. Oh, man. My favourite back row is Liam Martin. Yep. I think he's the best right, right side back row, right four uh, back row in the game, but he missed a lot of games. I think – I picked Liam Martin as well, but I think he's he won't – missed too many games. I don't think he'll get as many points as we – So some no of these disrespect to Liam Martin because he's the number one dog in this whole fucking comp. Yep. But I think David Fafita gets it. Yep. Simply because he played every game and he was dominant. Yep. My other one – Fucking Olakuatu. Yeah. I just think he I was picked really, I think Martin. he was just dominant. I think Martin just missed too many games. Yeah. Uh, Olakuatu, what he did for uh, Manly, he's always in their top five players, right? Top Even, three. Probably top, yeah, I'd say top three. So it's yeah. the DCE, he'd always get points. Tommy wasn't there. Jake was was there. But like, I think Olakuatu dominated games. He did. Especially in the early part. He should have been playing for New South Wales. He dominated games, man. So every time, every time Manly won, he was the top three. He's the only guy that could have taken maximum points off Chez in yes. any of the games. And I think uh, Fafita, he had some games where he was just destroying teams. Hudson Young, like he plays for Canberra. You know, like he doesn't dominate games like Ola Kawatu. Tyson Frizzell had a, a career best, or I think one of his best years. I reckon Hudson Young and Britton Nicola in particular would have racked up a – so you can a, a maximum of six points if you get two, three points from the judges. I reckon both of those guys would have racked up a whole heap of like three, four-pointers, a two and a one, a one and a two, a two and a two, a one and a one, like a lot of those. If Nicola didn't uh, – if they didn't fall off – he was the best. He was the best back row in the game. Him he and, Ola, and Olakuatu. The first fifteen rounds, they were the two best back rows in the game. Because yep. Liam Martin wasn't. He missed a bit of the start and then in the middle of the Maybe middle. Maybe Fafita as well. And Fafita was yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think Fafita's done enough, and I think uh, Olakuatu was so dominant. Fafita on the left, Olakuatu on the right. Yeah, All right, moving on to lock. Another. This is a, third place wow. is going to feel so fucking um, disheartened by this. But Tohu Harris, Isaiah Yo, and Paddy Carrigan. That's hard. That is so hard. I'm going to rule out Tohu. And yeah, he was Tohu Harris, and I think and the back end. Back end, I thought he was amazing, but he missed a couple of games. Um, you got to look at these other two men: Isaiah Yo, Patrick Carrigan, two of the best locks in the world. I just like Carrigan, and I, I think Carrigan I think well. he gets more points because of Yoey's in um, in Penrith. They've got dominant plays like Cleary gets a fair bit. Fisher Harris, you got Payne, Walshy, Ren. Yeah, I know, but like whenever Payne, whenever Payne plays well. And Carrigan, they, they coincides. There's mm. been games where Carrigan has been better than Payne Haas. So do you reckon Pat, Paddy's more of a chance of racking up points even though like Payne's yes. potentially had the better they game? they need to be on the field at the same mm. time for both of them to be real dominant. Yep. Payne Haas needs to be on the field for Carrigan to be dominant, yep. not the other way around because Payne Haas can do all that kind of stuff. They just look better as a team when Carrigan and Payne Haas are there. They're beautiful. Beautiful team. It's a great-looking team. team. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. I'm with you, Paddy Carrigan, mate. Moving on to coach, Kevin Walters, Andrew Webster, and Ivan Cleary. 
Oh, not Ivan Cleary because, they, as I said, he's probably done a great job, but he's just like everyone's just used to him getting to grand finals now. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, no, you've got the best system, you've got the best players, you deserve to be in the grand final. He must be a great coach, but it's going to have to go with – fuck, mate. Like, It's Webby. It has to be Webster. Yeah, yeah. He's a rookie coach. Yeah. Um, and what he did from 15th to last. Gal's right. He was talking about if, you, if you've given it to the best coach and what he's been able to do because he's built this over time. It's Ivan. You know, Ivan, if they win this grand final in the last three years, he could potentially not win coach of the year in any of the three years yeah. that he's won the comp three years in a row. Because people know what sort of system he's in <laughs> yeah. and he's got the best players and he's just – he just does a great job. He's it's got a great team around It's basically the most improved him. coach, right? Yeah. So, mm. And I don't think he gives a shit when mm. he's got rings. <laughs> Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, have your fucking coach of the year. I'll just win another premiership. All right. Let's, uh, I'm not going to worry about captain and rookie. Um, those uh, ones, rookie of the year. Let's go rookie. Okay. Who's your rookie? I was going to go with Preston, but he got suspended, so he wasn't in there. Oh, so for those that don't know as <laughs> yeah. well, because Reese Walsh is obviously isn't in there. Reese Walsh is ineligible because he got suspended for too many games, just like Jacob Preston, who would have been a strong contender for rookie. I like uh, Taruva. That's I'm my Taruva. Yeah, like Taruva. I mean, like, I know that he's he played in. three games last year, so he's still eligible yeah. this year. You know, and um, who's it? Buller had a Buller's really good close. year. He'd yep. be close, but I think Taruva. He's had an outstanding year. Mm. Only young kid played on the wing. He's, he's another uh, one of those he's dynamite, man. already <clears throat> early in his career that he just doesn't get the credit he deserves because it's Penrith mm. and a lot of people don't like to give them no, points they and they don't want to give them recognition. Syndrome in Australia, mate. You but he's a good. fucking weapon, Taruva. Yeah, Captain uh, Torhu Harris. I'm going to go Wren. Yep. I'm going yep. Reynolds. I didn't do the captain before, but I'm going Adam Reynolds because that team – when you look at the 2020 wooden spoon that they got, there's a lot of familiar faces in there. The only difference is they've got the little general leading them around. Unbelievable how they got wooden spoon in 2020. M. They are in the grand final in 2023. So shit can fucking happen real quick. It's got to have That's the right, right players, right coach. Daliam, who wins it? Sean Johnson. Yep, I sure. think he deserves it. Yep. I'm not yep. looking at um, the – the last game or anything like that. I'm just looking at what the work well, it doesn't he did matter. from one round. To, yeah, first oh, round so to round, first twenty seven. Yeah, to round twenty seven. I thought that he's he was outstanding. I agree, outstanding. I he think was dominant. Come it wasn't. Close. Yeah, I think KP. If he didn't miss, uh, he probably missed about four or five games. I think. I think yeah, five or six. So maybe that's fucking. More. That's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of games that SJ would have accumulated points over him. And then there's two or three that he played and only played shit minutes yeah. because he got knocked out. Yep. early in those games. So SJ played eighty minutes most games. <clears> never got injured and was dominant. And they had dominant. They won like I'm not sure how many games they won. It was like 15 games, something like that. And he's he's probably in 10 or 11 of those games would have probably in every single one of those games accumulated points. Yep. Speaking of dominance, mate, let's get on to the games. Yeah. Penrith Panthers versus the Melbourne Storm Jeez. on Friday night, 38 to four. Marion Seve tested out that shoulder on Jerome Law straight away, Mace. Yeah. Oh, they were into they were yeah, into Marion Seve. Because it happened last time when they were at Penrith. Seve was into Luai a couple of times when was they were he? at Penrith. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it goes deep. It goes deep. But they, they yeah, it was good. It was a good little battle there. They they, they went at they went at Luai. He yep. handled it easy. Yep. Speaking of battles, the big Nels. Big Nelson. He just uh he was getting amongst it early on and uh geez, I was thinking about this, right? Nelson starting, and, and we talked about it in the preview, you thought, start the big guy, get him in there, get him to ruffle the feathers. It shows how far both these teams have come because you think about this three years ago, Nelson was a luxury piece. Like yeah. You got big Nelson, he's going to come yeah. off the bench and or, skittle, or everything. skittle everyone. But now they were forced to change tactics and it was almost like 
Bellamy said, go in there and create havoc because we need to somehow throw this fucking great Penrith Panthers team, just rattle them somehow. Mm. And they just withstood just it because Moses Leota and, and Fish Harris start and then when he has to eventually take a break in 15 minutes, you've got Spencer Lenu coming off the bench. He's and Liam him. Martin's a dog. Mm. Like... It doesn't matter even what Yowie, you, even Yowie's a dog, man. You're better off just trying to play the best possible Kenny, brand of footy. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny. Like they hit. So Nelson's six foot six, six foot seven. There's a lot of real estate to hit there. Yep. And when you're built like Leota and you can hit like Fisher Harris and and even Mitch Kenny, they're going to hit you three times. Yep. So you're going to get hit on the ball. You get hit in the ribs and then smacked on the on smacked on the um, <laughs> on the on the little cork on your yeah. fucking thighs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Mitch and Kenny's that's his yeah, brother. like that's what they come at he you. Gets you right here. Yeah, it's awful. Right in the mud guts. So that's why he's got a little bit. Of, he's got a little bit of a shake. Him, like he tries to step, but it's like I just want him to get a little bit wider from the ruck. Don't get ever because what happens with, with Nels, right? They try and get at him from marker, and it's awful. Like when you see these guys, and they sprint at marker, like Mitch Kenny and Yowie, and that cut that angle off. Just get it wider. You got to get it C. You got to get the C man and try and get to the four man. Yeah, Parramatta did it well in the last round with just mm. nice little tip ons and getting just away tip. from the ruck. He because get, if you run one out, you get hammered. You got to get it tipped. Like yeah. I mean, like Welshy. I think did Welshy come off the bench or did come a Kamitha? Um, or did they all start? Welshie, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, if now started, yeah, Welshie come off the so bench So just again like Josh King, Harry. Josh King, yep. that's the difference between a good ball playing lock. Josh King should be able to boom, go out, get outside me, Nils. Well, speaking of that, their and passing was off. off. He can come off the back fucking fence then and he's not running into A, B or C, which is Mitch Kenny and Leota and Fisher-Harris. But guess what? What were we talking about before? The tip-ons from Josh King? You're not going to respect that and you're going to slide off because he's not as a, yeah. yo, Paddy Carrigan. But it doesn't matter, right? I just Even if, even if just say, if he gets a ball here, you know you're tipping it on. Yeah. You're going to get it Nelson, but Nelson has got 10-metre run-up and he's hitting a different angle. But think about this. We just talked about Yoey and Cam Murray does it well and, and mm. Paddy Carrigan. If you slide on them... And if yeah, you, because you, because you see Nelson, you go. I'm just going to whack Nelson because it's Josh King tipping on, like he's not a threat. But Josh King could actually, you know, if he's got some footy in him, yeah, he can yeah. dummy and just dig in. He ain't yoey. But the first, though. but the first time, yeah. first couple of times, feed the big boy. Yeah, feed him. And then then him the up. third, then the third one, little yep. dummy, go yourself. Like you got to play those sort of tactics because he wants that smoke, Nelson. Mm-hmm. He ain't care. Give mm-hmm. me the fucking ball. Good luck, mate. Yeah. Good luck. But, you know, next third or fourth time, dig in yourself. Then you might get him coming up and sliding. Got to play like chess, not checkers. Yeah. And you can't do that because Nelson's the only big guy that can fucking skill everyone, a little bit of an offload, some second phase to get Penrith a little bit rattled. Otherwise, they're a fucking boom machine. Yeah. And they just play into their hands. So if you don't play football, you can't get a quick play of the ball, you can't get Harry Grant into the game. You can't get Munster into the game. Talking about playing into their hands, they couldn't do that. Couple of passes, couple Last, of opportunities. Just two weeks now. Yep, they it's just quite missed their spots. I thought, in particular, I know they've had great seasons. Trent Liero and Nick Meaney, they looked out of sorts. They looked like they were a little bit tired. spooked. They look tired, you reckon? Maybe well, Liero played every single minute up until uh, around 22, yeah. 23. I'm not yeah. sure if he continued that all the way through. Um, and Nick Meaney had a great season, but that's the difference. Like when I look at like Pappenhausen with experience in big games or. Um, even Kenny Bromwich, Felice Cafusi, yeah. guys that Liero and Alicia Katoa, they come in, they filled in for, they got the runs on the board in the big moments. It's only a slight little difference, but that pass on Olam's sh- shoulder that he drops, they could have potentially gone yeah. up another try because Isaac Tungle looked like he's been injured. He's off. So we had a, a heap of people. He's going to get some traffic this week. We had a heap of people message us in the comments about Isaac Tungle because we talked about his injury. Initially, Was it his chest? I told you. Yeah, it's, he's not. 
initially his sternum went down to his um, foot. So I think he'll be dealing with the same sort of thing that Campbell Graham dealt with at the back end of the season. Look out. They never get better in season. So you're even right, if you needle that, even if you needle it, I ain't doing shit. Who's he going against? Herbie or Katoni? Herbie and, and Ezra Mam. Because they, as we said last time, Critter protected Luai. Yep. And you put other, and you put uh, Tungo over the other side. Yeah, he was. Maybe they can swap, <clears throat> but, but I don't think so. You can't put Tungo and fucking thing next to each other with Katoni Staggs and Selwyn Cobbo on the mm. right. No way. He's got to stay on the right. He's it's got to do. He, you know, he's got to do. Play one of the toughest fucking games. Hey, we'll be we're with partnering with the tab and on that responsibility. But right? play one of the we'll toughest having, games that we'll, he's ever. We'll played. be having a little bit of jam on Herbie Farnworth. You know what I mean? Like he needs yeah. to play fucking tough and just bite down on the mouth guard one more game. He'd be so sore when it comes to after this game, regardless win, lose or draw. But he's he because he's he's known for his defense. Mm. He's a fucking great defender. He is a good defender. And I'm just saying, like I've had a sternum problem and you needle it and it fucking. I think statistically, that left edge for Penrith with Taruva, Tungle, and Luai at the start of the year was fucking. They hadn't had a try scored on him for like 10 or 11 games. Mm. They were on fire at the start of the season. Then obviously, Jerome's missed a bit of footy. Uh, Isaac's missed a heaps as well. You've got Jordan Ricky. Ricky's going to be going. He's going to be going. Yep. He's going to be trying to get at uh, Luai, and Critter's going to be there. Trying to protect him. Sorensen, I think Sorensen had a good time there. Like they, they really helped Luai, but I don't think he needed that much help. No. He was good. into it. He was fucking in and he wanted to test it. He said it's the best he's ever felt. He, has, he, has, he doesn't know why everyone's carrying on. That's what he said after the game. I love it. I love it. And, I, and just him, just having him back. A little bit of a run here and there, you know, just to keep the inside, just to keep their defence a little bit honest. Melbourne coming across real fast at him. Didn't fucking, didn't phase him. Yep. Melbourne season review, pass or fail? It's a pass because yep. I, I overlook at their squad and go, how the fuck is that in a prelim? Nearly a thousand games they lost. You know what I mean? Like they've got so many rookies, not rookies, but like guys that are just being toilers. And that's just a credit to Bellamy and that culture. Yeah. To get they're one game away from a grand final. Mm. And they've pretty much just played around the Harry the, the spine, the Harry Grants, the Jerome Hughes and Munster. You take those three out, what happens to that team? Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. But they've managed to build around those three and everybody does their job. They're so well coached. Coached. Their culture is the best in the game, regardless. Yeah. One sec, mate. You know what I mean? So I just think, yeah, it's a it's a pass. Every year's a pass for Melbourne. But they this is probably a fail for them because they expect to win all the time. Yeah, you're right. They're the sort of team like the Roosters. Anything outside of uh, you know winning a, a prelim or a GF yeah. because you got high expectations because mm. you've been so successful for a long time it ends up becoming like a fail for them. Um, what do you think happens with Jazzy Olam? He's gonna have to have a big preseason. Mm. Is he off contract? No, nah, he so? just re-signed, yeah. I believe, at the start of the well, year. Last so. year, he was the best center in the game. Yeah, him and Joey Manu. Yeah. And I just think two most consistent centers yep. over the last three years. Yep. They just seemed a little bit off. He was way off with his reads. He's usually really well. He's really good on that. I think it's a combination with Liero and Munster, mm. and it all comes from the inside, right? Liero needs to like probably he's a good defender, but the check and releasing a little bit of a pace. He's just been biting hard. Yeah, he's he so bites, hard. and 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 as soon as he bites, Munster bites, and yep. and Olam comes in. Yep. So they all, they all go off the four man. Yeah, you know that Munster, fucking, Munster bites about. He bites a bit himself, but he's got really good movements. Yeah. When like, Juzzy bites in so hard, he fucking wants to kill someone. He can't change. He can't back. stop on a dime and turn. Double D. Where yeah, where Munster he can he come up ahead of the line ahead of Liero, right? Yeah. yeah. He, that, they need to work it out. Liero yeah. and Munster need to work some shit out. Yeah. And they will. They yeah. will. 
give Liero another another year in that system, another preseason in that Jazzy system. Because Jazzy the best centre in yes. that team. He, he just, just he was just way off with yeah. his reads, way off. So they um, just all, they'll go back to the drawing board. I don't think they'll be uh, that phase, that left edge, because it was one of the best in the comp. Yeah, and the the biggest decision, I guess, is going to be based around what happens with Ryan Pappenhausen now. So mm. he was on a podcast. He does a, a, a podcast with the boys at a Moz, at Oz Americanes. Yep. Um, so shout out to the boys. Dunks playing into the uh, – Josh Dunkley is playing in the AFL Grand Final as yeah. well for Brisbane Lions. Uh, and Adam Trelliall, they've got the boys Pappy. Munster and Jerome, they do a podcast every Wednesday. Yeah, nice. And they gave us a bit of an update. So Pappy listed about three or four things that happened in and around his ankle, but the best thing was no compound fracture. So he will potentially be able to get back to training after Chrissy and he's going to really push for round one. So that's mad. He really just – it's a big year for Pappy. It's a really big year. I thought I was looking at Pappenhausen's last game. So did I. I was like, this kid has gone through some trauma. And he's gone through some hardships and the mental trauma that he has to go through. It's probably the best news he's had. Yep. Um, as for uh, the young kid, again, this plays in the decision as Far well. Longer. We only seen one game of him, but Far Longo looks a player too. I think so being the seventeenth, I think next week, with next that year. performance from Nick Meany, and I know it sounds slack because he had a really good season, but I was looking at that game going, I think that's why I always questioned Nick Meany all year. He was playing above expectations and killed it. It had a great season. But I was looking at games going, that can't win Melbourne a competition. No. With the way that they cut it if if Melbourne had the teams of years past with the Kennys, the Brandon Smiths, the fucking the Bromwich brothers, the Felice Cafusis, you I think you could get away with Meany in a big game like that and I'd put up a better fight against a team like Prendrith. But not when you've had Billy there and then you had Pap. Yeah. Pappenhaus in twenty twenty. Best play Top seven, you pick, you pick one of the best players in the comp. Twenty. Well, he won the Clive Churchill in yeah. 2021. No, no 2020. 22, 23. 2020 when they yeah, won the 2020, Grand Final. 2020, he won yeah. Clive Churchill. I think he was even having a better season or was ascending even more so before he yeah, shattered his knee his or, Yeah, we thought he was going to head into origin. Mm. He I've, was. He was in origin contention, mm, wasn't yeah. he? They were talking about him in the 14 jersey. Yep. That's how good he was, and you know mm. you don't look at a fullback in a fullback a fullback in a fourteen jersey. Yeah, you're looking at like fucking Cookie or bloody Appy or someone like that. Nico mm. Hines. Yeah, not a fullback. Play multiple positions. Mm. Yeah. All right, moving on to the Broncos versus Warriors. They were equally as dominant, Mace. Yeah, forty-two to twelve. Um, when Dallin crossed early, though, I thought I, there was Again. something brewing here, and specifically when he took the pick to the house, um, but. Brisbane not only weathered the storm, they they go they go after it. They completely go after the game. I'll tell you where they're going to get a lot of traffic that left edge. You think where, so? No, where's, no, where's Reynolds? The right edge. Yeah, Reynolds on the right. They went and had some joy early on with that mm. nice shape that Shawnee pulled them apart straight away. Yeah, a little drop block out the back. Yeah, Rocco Berry lead line. Um, Chance Nick with yeah. at the back. Quick tip on. Dunlop scores the first try. Who do that yeah. as good the as anyone best. in the continent? They do it better than anyone. Brian Totter just scored three, yes. three of the best on the weekend I with just, that exact play. If they don't get their shit together defensively, this could be fucking Penrith all day. Mm. And that's only because I'm going off that one game. If they can't defend the Warriors, like if, the War- if, if Penrith put 20, 22 on you, mm. you're not going to fucking get 24. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like If they're going to put that on you and, and quickly – you, they will strangle you in defence. They'll suffocate you. Then the experience will come frustrate into it. You. They'll frustrate the shit out of you. They're going to handle your middles and then they'll just win, win the field position. 
just fucking absorb everything that you give them, then they'll pull the trigger and score those tries. If you're if if you're going to be, you know, on different pages, Reynolds coming up, Stags coming back. Do you know what I mean? Like they were just they were just all over the shop. That's legit how the game's going to play out, in my opinion, right? Because the forwards are fucking going to be going to cancel attack, each other attack. out. They're going to cancel each other out. Top to bottom, the team is so evenly matched, and that's what we've been saying for a long time. Broncos are going to play footy, I think, regardless. They're going to play to win. Penrith are just going to go sit back and they're just going to be like Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Duck, move, Philly, bang. Philly shuffle. Back, move, yeah. drop the shoulder, take a glance. Yeah, sweet. Mm. It looks like a hit, but it's not. Yeah. There's no points there. Then just go bang. Yeah. Stephen Crichton picked to the house. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. I just oh, – fuck it. Just, it just – when they got beat by Parramatta six weeks ago, I was like, fuck Penrith. They look, they look human. Mm. And I'm like – they're going to struggle to get to the grand final and I think someone else will beat them. Mm. Now I'm like, fuck, they look better than last year. <laughs> Just because you, of that prelim. And it's, so, it's dominant, man. This is like you're putting 30, 38 points against Melbourne in the prelim. Like these other two, this is all in, all in. And Brisbane did it to the Warriors, but the Warriors withstood it. Yep. They had that one final call and then just, you know, they went away, the floodgates opened. But they showed weaknesses in defence. They need to fix that shit in one week. Yep. Um, Otherwise, it could be fucking game over. I'll tell you who's been really good, and we've given him credit, and he's the forgotten man. There's always got to be. You can't have a team full of fucking star-studded players. But a guy who's starting to take advantage of that is Billy Walton. Billy, <laughs> he nearly fucked around and got man of the match. <laughs> yeah. Dominant. If that was the grand final, he's in contention for Clive Churchill. Yeah. He was that good. Because they're sliding off. Yeah. They're, they're letting him run. They're not, they're not respecting him. Pushing they're, through the middle on yeah. Walton too when he made that yeah. break. They're not respecting him what he's what he can do with the ball. He's an ex half. He's got a bit of pace. Yeah, he's, got he's smart. He's got skill. He's smart. He's finding his feet at nine now. Yep, I agree. Um, he's a yeah, bit like a bit um, he's a bit like Phoenix Crossland in a way. They've mm. both grown up being halves, and it's benefited them. It's benefited benefiting benefited. them yeah. in the nine jersey because you start to learn that manipulation around the ruck. You know when the sevens and sixes want it, so you give that nice early shape. It's, reminds, uh, me, reminds me of Corey Hughes. Corey yeah. Hughes was a seven. Was he? And a six. Okay. And then he, he just makes shift into a nine. Him and uh, Adam Perry used to take turns. Yeah. About 40 each. Nugget was a mad hitter. Smack was a little bit more dangerous with the ball. Yep. Um, you know, like just because we're a very dominant forward pack like Brisbane does. Early ball, early ball. He had a good kicking game. Supported well through the ruck. All those little things, right? Because mm. they have a smarts of a halfback, so yes. they understand who can offload all this kind of stuff. And look at Ben Hunt when he plays. You're origin. a yeah, you're a connect guy for guys like Carrigan and get that little ball freak Flegler. Yeah. Boom, offloads killed him. Yeah, offloads were killing him at the start. It's funny when I was watching bang, bang, this bang. game in years past. The way that Warriors used to break down a really good system was with offloads. They've completely changed yeah. their culture now and their style of footy. The offloads fucked the Warriors. Yep. Because they were used to – they were scoring really nice points, but they played sort of a conservative style but tweaked it. Whenever they got in a good ball, they played some really nice footy. You know what shows me? When, when a team gets offloads on you, you're not committed in defence. Mm. You are not putting your shoulder and you're not getting under hooks. You're not getting the ball. You're not – fucking coming in at 110% like it should be. But when you're on defensively, I don't give a shit who you are. I, I mean, Sonny Bill and a Faletti Mateo and that can get the ball away. On anyone. But like Flegler and that aren't getting the ball away. Payne Haas isn't a natural offloader. You know what I mean? Well, Payne Haas, I think, but led the league in offloads did. this year. That's what I'm saying. But he's not natural. It's only because he's big and strong. He doesn't look for offloads. He what's, just finds himself like that. What's his mentality? He's run first. Yes. 
Flegler, run first. Yep. He's the one who they created so much second phase and you can't do that against the Broncos because look where fucking – that little offload, Walsh come flying through. Mm. Did you see that? It was all mm. because of Flegler. He, he got three in, little offload, boom, 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 as your man, little pop-up. My mate who ran with us this morning, Wildy, wrote this in the group chat while we're watching the game. Lukey, you'll love this one as well. You know what – he goes – it's like when you're playing a video game and you know when you've got like cheat codes or yeah, you know, a cheat, he's a cheat there's, code. there's a button, you know, you can press triangle and makes you yeah. like, for instance, if you're playing Madden or something, you press triangle, the guy runs faster. It's like Reese Walsh had that and mm. no one else had it in the game. Yeah. That's, that's how it felt. That run, especially that run. It's just like, he's not. He's, Every time he ran the ball, it was mm. like, he's faster and stronger than yeah. everyone. He's mad. And he's, that was like a fucking really good Warriors team who I respect. Defensively too, they were good. Oh. As I said, but they were just off a little bit with the with with the offloads. Yeah. And then the Brisbane got more confident, more confident. Regardless of the score, it was pretty tight. Mm. But even Dallin scored those couple of tries, they were never out of control. Yeah, I agree. They never were out of control that game. They were just they were foot on throat mentality. Just get through this sort of game. Tries will come. Yeah. But the offloads, they they needed to stop the offloads, of Warriors. Yeah. And that's what Penrith's got to do. Remember, Lukey wrote in the group chat after they scored the try and he goes, oh, this is a bit of a game here. I said, nah. Mm. So Broncos are just warming up. They're yeah, about to go. Because of the inter- don't worry, worry about the you intercept. You could feel it. Yeah, they yeah. got their shit together defensively. That's what they just, they just can't slip against Penrith yep. with those with those easy tries with the block runners, boom, boom, boom. Because Cleary is a master at that. Mm. He will pull that left side down yep. easily. Yeah. Tungo has so, got good hands. It's funny. We were talking about the shape. You know the shape that we love and we talk about it mm. so much. Get to a, get to a four man. We'll get to the six. So ideally, you want to be on just on either side of the pose, and all the shape. Generally, you're trying to set up and you're trying to make sure. Ideally, you'd like a player to be sitting on the short side that it's not supposed to be there. Ezra Mam usually does that. If you do that against Ezra Mam, it's fucking game over. Yeah. It's game over. Yeah. Anyone in that sort of – I'm looking at spaces now and I'm looking at next week. You've got Liam Martin and Nathan Cleary. That's as good as it gets. But if he gets Moses Liotta, Traveling. If, you can, if you can get Liam Martin and Nathan Cleary into that tackle and then all of a sudden you get Isaiah Yo even, mm. James Fisher-Harris, Mitch Kenny, because Mitch Kenny's a dog, right? Mitch Kenny can't help himself. He's going to try to want to come out and kill Ezra Mann. Mm. Ezra Mann's got one of the best left foots in the game. Yeah. Oh, he, lo- he that 6-4 split that we talk about every week. He loves because it. Because you always want to set up that shape because you think there's a perceived advantage, and there is. But not everyone's got the ability to take advantage of it. No. Ezra Especially, Mann's a dog. And, and Billy Walters needs to see that as well because mm. he's always looking right for the long shot and he needs to see who's on that short side, who's at marker, and who's coming off. He slid. He made Ezra Mann play that. He comes sliding off his line so far. It was yeah. silly. Come off the line straight, kid, and then track the inside hit. Mm. You can't, you're making these plays. They're too quick and fast, and that's how they get told to defend. Off the line straight, track inside hip. So his inside hip when he steps, steps straight into you. Mm. And even going back to the to the um, to the Penrith game when they played the the Storm, right? They were getting to Liero a lot. He got caught at mark a heap of times, yep. heaps. So guess what has to happen? Him up. Big boy had to travel around. Yeah, I think number nineteen, whoever he was, I don't know, he had to get stuck at a a fair bit. And they end up going uh, down garlic. that side. Bronson yeah, garlic, they end up they end up going at him a fair bit and getting some luck there because yeah. Liero had to be there. Yeah. You got to have Kamakamitha and Welsh and all these travelling on that long side. Yeah, it's fucking. It's tough. It sucks. It it's sucks. tough for a middle, especially yeah, especially when, when they, the guys the, the nine the number nineteen kid who's never played in the middle that much. It was fucking it was hard for him. No, he hasn't played edge much. So he's been filling Who, in. Was for it number nineteen? Was Bron- it garlic? Bronson sure? garlic. Yeah, he's been. I think playing. I thought he was a forward, but this guy was a forward. 
Yeah, he is. So he's been playing. He's he's, he's more of a lock. Yeah, he's a bit thicker, but he's been playing dummy half. You're right. He doesn't have the the movements of an edge. Though. No, 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 no. So it's he's, different. So he's, he's coming straight off the sideways. Yeah, he's been getting real good line speed in the middle, playing physical for 20 minutes. Harry comes off the bench at the 20 minute mark, and Harry finishes the game. When Garlic comes back on, he spells Josh King or a front roller, and uh, his movements just aren't as good on the edge. No, I'm just trying to see who it is. Is it, is it the 19? Yeah, it's Garlic, 100. percent yeah, Bronson Garlic. Yeah, sorry. Because yeah. Wishy was on the it bench was, yeah. and then Garlic. So he in. was coming around. I'm just yeah. like, oh, because they got at Liara all the time. Mm. That's when like just a little bit of vet moves just comes around and just like he's got to connect with Munster and all those sort of guys. Yeah. Come off the line straight. Fucking they were just too good, Penrith. Really little dummy good. in, dummy, fucking go again. This is uh, this is like before when we were doing Origin teams and I was talking about Queensland. You want to talk about New South Wales so much? I've been trying to talk about Brisbane and you've kept on going back Oh, yeah. To I, was, I was just thinking about that. That's I because talking. I reckon you've fucking like – you're flipped – you're, Nelly fl- you're Nelly you're fl- flipped me. You're flipped to Penrith, Nelly flipped me. I can't. We were Broncos before. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm, I'm but still I, there. I'm I feel, still there. I feel like you're Penrith now. I'm fucking, oi. If I wasn't Broncos like for the last eight weeks, yeah. I'm flipping to Penrith. Yeah. But I think because you're going to go Penrith. No, I'm Brisbane. I've been, we've been on Brisbane for a couple yeah, of weeks no, now. Can we swap? You can fucking swap if you want. If you if you think the, I feel like you you're more excited about Penrith than you are Broncos for sure. Yeah, because what I saw on the weekend, I just want you know I, I like the Broncos. I just want them to win. All right, we'll talk about that on the preview yeah, I'll make, on Thursday. We'll, I'll make, yeah, we'll make our mind up on Thursday. <clears throat> uh, and by the way, um, while we're on the Broncos, um, our friends, our partners, the Tab, mm. are flying us up tomorrow. So we're yes. going to be doing some street talk in Brisbane and in, and at the, uh, in Penrith as well. So yeah. Wednesday, tomorrow, this drops tonight. We'll be up in Brisbane. If you come and see, see me and Mace, we'll be on the street doing some street talk. Come and see us. Come say hello. We'll have the Tab uh, Mike in Pumping. front of us and, and we want to talk all things Broncos so come and see us tomorrow um, Warriors season review Mace pass mm. or fail oh mate it's a massive pass yeah massive jeez what they come 15th last year how do they avoid second year syndrome though like the, the Cowboys co- and the Sharks the coaching the leadership yep coaching leadership and I think they've got it all down there they've got Sean Johnson Fanua Blake Egan uh, I think they're going to I think they'll take another step next year mm. I think I honestly do yeah I'm not sure who they've recruited. I'm not sure who they're losing. Roger Tuovasa. Yeah. You know, Clockstad was – I think I think it's brought the best out of Clockstad. He's like, you know what? We Get 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 RTS here. I'll fucking show you. Well, he's come out and said it a couple of times. Webby called him, FaceTimed him as soon as he signed him, and he also said, it's your position, you're the one. And when I was watching that game last night, great seasons. Adam Pompey and Rocco mm. Berry – but yeah, just miss a little when bit. you're when you're building a team and you've got these guys that maybe are in first year of their like you think back to Herbie Farnworth a couple of years ago. I think Herbie Farnworth's best year, he had a cracker season. He's probably going to big chance to win the Daly M Center of the Year this year. Two years ago when the Broncos were shit and struggling, mm. Herbie was a gun, bro. So I remember yeah, the two, he was still good. Two guys stand out for me. Wade Egan and, and Herbie Farnworth. For their teams, they've been really good servants. People are starting to understand how good they are right now. Rocco Berry and, and Adam Pompey have now come through the system. But when you looked at the teams on paper, there was so much strength in the Broncos 1, 6, 7, 13. Everything. Front row. But even look at the centres. Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farnworth were so much better than Rocco Berry and, mm. and Adam Pompey, right? So Who misses out next year? We'll talk about that. But like, what is Tulvasa? Is he a right I, side centre or left? I think Rog, Roger played right wing against us in the GF. Um, he obviously played fullback, so he's versatile enough. Mm. I think 
In my heart of hearts, I think Rocco Berry will keep his spot and I think Roger will play left. Mm. You put him next to Tamari Martin, so you leave that right edge as, as it was because that right edge was pretty good last year. And another guy... Big body too, Rocco Berry. Rocco Berry, yeah, he's good. I think he's going to improve. Same. I see I see a lot of improvement. I, I think Adam Pompey had a great season, but I sort of I looked at Adam Pompey and I was like... That's sort of who he is. Got to utilize the left foot of Rogers mm. of Rogers as well. He yep. can hit you with the right as well. He's developed that. But remember left that left pass? foot. Remember that left foot. Yeah. Fuck, he's going to be like yeah, he'll be shaking and baking a couple of people, especially near the line when he just runs those really good lines. Hit you with the left. His skill set is too high, and you someone has to go. What about career best years across the board? And I thought Egan, the two leaders that led the way were Tahu Harris. But I, expe- I expect that from Toru Harris. But do we expect that he looked busted? <laughs> he fucking looked he busted looks, all year. He looked so tired in this game. He looked like his ass was hanging out. It was such and he a doesn't big, stop. It was such a big season, season, and he carries a shitload of injuries too because he's got a back problem that he's. he's I think it's double a, knee strapped. I think it's like a, a chronic back problem that he's got that he's got to deal with. So how do Shawnee and Tohu replicate this season again? It's next going to be year? hard. It's going to be hard because they have had Sean Johnson, especially career best year. Yep. But the toll on his body is not as much as Tohu. Mm. Tohu's he's been around for a minute. I think maybe eighth, ninth year. Uh, his first year was thirteen. 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 Yeah, because he went on the Kiwi tour. Remember? Shut up. Remember sunny, sunny. Because was he in that? Yeah. Because I nearly made the Kiwis that year. Tohu had made. Holy made fuck! A, I didn't Tohu know that. It over top of me, and then Sunny decided that he was going to play in the thirteen. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I remember. I remember. Out, so he travelled. Holy in, shit! Yeah. I didn't know. So he's yeah. been. He's fourth. What? Eleventh year. Eleventh, twelfth year. Twenty. A lot of preseasons involved in that. He's probably going to go on another. Um. Probably going to go on another little campaign this year. Yep. Yeah, no, he, hasn't played, he hasn't played for Kiwis for years. Well, he's, he uh, probably he's, doesn't need to. He doesn't play international footy. I think he's, he's okay. about five years ago he turned it down. He just needs a break. Yeah. The body needs a break. He needs to uh, just rest up physically mm. and mentally. Mentally, I think he's just built for the game. He's yeah. going to do what he does. But if the body gives up on you, his best ability is availability, right? I always 100%. say that. And he needs to get that right. He needs to get his back, his legs right. Come into another preseason because he knows he does a lot of work. How does heart sold that team, man. How, how does Shawnee back up this season with the highs? And he's well, been through so many lows, but this is there's not one person. I think, I think a, a lot of people, majority of people, are going to give him the Dalian, and, and he'll probably by this time, by the time we um, chat to you next, he might have won the Dalian. How does mm. he uh, not even replicate that, but try to? Because you can't have Dalian seasons do, back to back do, to back. Do whatever he's been doing. In the pre-seasons and week in, week out. Preparation? The preparation, his habits, everything that he's created this year do exactly the same. Yeah. And everything should happen the same. Not saying he's going to get a Dally M, but we just want to see that consistency. We don't want to see the Sean Johnson then fall off like he did. Yeah. Like I just think he can put – I reckon he can put together another two or three years like this mm. and be that. really consistent and really solidify himself as one of the best sevens to ever play the game. Yeah. You know, well, like because he fell off a little bit. Now he's back. Now we don't want that fall off again. So what happens then? He he must be he must understand what he does off the field coincides with what he does on the field. Yeah, so he sure. just needs to balance you his can life. See that. He looks balanced. He looks yeah. like he's happy as hell, enjoying his football again. He looks like he's having fun, and that's the main thing. Yeah, no pressure. I love it's, it. I don't think he comes. It's the pressure valve is released now. Sean Johnson can just play Sean Johnson football, yeah. and he's got a coach that trusts him. He's got back in New Zealand. Everyone loves him again. He's back. Speaking of New Zealand, speaking of the Wars, this is my court action. The momentum that the Warriors yeah. have built this year, I don't want our country to, to lose it. So yeah. I've grown up in Australia my whole life. My dad played for the Kiwis. I'm always Kiwis. As Kiwis, we get into origin, 
We've got behind the Waz. Let's get behind the Kiwis in the tri in the tri yes. series this year. If you're gonna win the, one, if you're gonna win one, we don't have the same following for the Kiwis at um, international level. international level that we did that the Warriors have had this year. So, everyone in New Zealand who's got behind the Waz, I want you to get behind the Kiwis, and I hope, I think. Sean Johnson will be a part of that this year as well with a number of New Zealand Warriors players. Yeah. So uh, congrats to the Wilds. What grabs a season. Pacific Cup. Let's get behind the Kiwis. Enjoy the grand final that's coming up. We'll be doing the preview. Come see us if you're in Brisbane tomorrow. You yeah, see us on the streets. Us. Come and say hello. And then we'll be getting to Penrith out on Friday. Yeah. All right. See you guys.